almost, you know, two months every year. Swami used to visit India and stay for roughly two months during the winter times. So I had the opportunity of traveling with him, being with him, listen to his talks and satsangs. Um, Wherever, you know, he speaks, he spoke about, you know, the purpose of human life is to serve others. So I asked Swamiji, Swamiji, I am doing business. How can it be treated as uh, uh, service? I am doing business to make, you know, earn, to make money. So how can that be called as a service? So Swamiji used to give me a lot of explanation. Business is also service. You have to look business as a service. So he used to explain to me that, for example, he used to question me, how many people are you, know, are you employing now in your company? At that point of time, maybe 1,500 people were working. I said 1,500 people. So how he said 1,500 families. Then how many are your suppliers? Maybe about additional 1,000, 1,500. Okay, well, how many of you know your distributors, dealers, service people, network for your product? How many would they be? I said that may run into 10,000, something like that. So what you are doing here is serving so many people. It's more than, uh, you know, more than 15,000 people roughly are directly benefited by doing, you, are, you are doing business. Then you are making a product. So your customers are buying the product. What for are they buying? They're buying for a purpose. So it has to serve. The purpose. So, for example, horns we were manufacturing, still we are manufacturing horns. So, the horns they buy so that whenever they want safety, they blow the horn. It should work. That means it is serving them. So, everything is service. I said, okay, it is service, but you know, I'm still uh, running the company to make money. How can I say that, you know, I'm doing service, I'm, I'm only doing to, you know, get the money. Samji said, you have to think differently. You think like, you know, whatever business you do, you think as if you're doing as a service, not, you know, um, earning, not making money. So this goes on for two, three years, you know. It was struggling and I was really struggling within my mind. How am I to think that this can be treated as a service? But every time when Swamiji comes, he would, I would ask some explanation, he would give me. Then one day he told me that you just from now on, stop thinking that you are doing business. You just think that you are doing only service. You forget about the income. You think, you keep that income as a byproduct. It's an your direct first priority service. The byproduct is only the income. You think that way and start to practice and let me know when I come next year, how do you feel? So then I started thinking that way and started to think differently. You know, as I went into that mode, I realized a lot because our goal for money is changed to service. So your outlook to business is completely different. You are not, goal, you are not setting goals for the financial goal or setting goals for service. How many people we can work? How many people more we can employ? How we can give more employment? How we can uh, make more products so that more people can buy so that they will all get benefited? Like that, we think. Then next comes, once you start to think 
that you know you are not doing business it is a service then you take care of your people first because when they are good then only they will be able to work so i started to keep thinking all the people who are working for us as family members so in roots or company we are treating everybody as family not as a employee employer that concept changed completely the mindset of everybody from management till the down the line everybody feels it is part of the family business so that i would like to give one example you know during many crisis economic you know crisis happened you know global financial crisis happened so many times so every time it happens many companies suffered a lot but fortunately we didn't suffer anything every time because everybody cooperated like a family for example you know now the covid 19 has brought the business to complete halt nothing you know sales nothing our our government has made a lockdown almost for 40 days nothing so no sales no income how do we keep running and next we start there is no immediate business it's going to take long time to pick up business so what other companies have done is they have retrenched people and they have reduced the salary by 50% 40% 30% and started to function otherwise they cannot survive so what we did as a family we want to keep everybody in so i said nobody is going to go out everybody is going to work but whatever the workload is available suppose our workload is only 40% we will work only 40% of the time but 100% of the people will work and they will get what they work for that is the shop floor level people when it comes to the above like you know supervisors managers everybody we have set a different goal you know the salaries how we have fixed is depending on the turnover of the company for example last year's average turnover was figure x this year now if we touch only 40% their salary will be reduced automatically by certain percentage like that if the sales goes up the automatically the salary will go up so we have not retrenched even one person and everybody sharing the burden of the company and everybody is also sharing the you know benefit also so this we are able to do it because we think this as a service so this is an example but i it took me quite a long time to really understand it once i understood i have absolutely no stress you know almost now 4000 people are working directly in our companies you know in all you know there are companies here in russia in united states in malaysia and in coimbatore around so absolutely no stress you know because we don't keep money as a goal when you keep money as a goal you know always tension that that goal is never satisfies anybody you set a financial goal now and then next next goal because more expenditure comes so that's how you know i changed my philosophy because of some this teaching and that helped me a lot and it is keeping entire force you know our group as a intact in one we can go with any tide you know whether it is economic debacle or otherwise no problem we are able to follow like a wave so it's one example so i think that's about short i can tell you how <laughs> my experience as a you know 
uh, yogic way of doing business. Yeah, I, I hear Swamiji um, speak about service so often, right? The, the core of the teaching. And, and, you know, he says again and again that this is the purpose of our lives to serve. Um, he, he gives even the example of why am I eating? You know, why am I eating for this food? You know, and that's to dedicate the food that we're eating to serve other people. I'm eating this food so that I can function um, and I can then feel healthy and serve other people. I, for me at first, when I heard that, and maybe similar to the business that like everything I'm doing for the business is for service, it feels unrealistic to dedicate my whole life as an act of service to, to other people. But is it unrealistic? Is it unrealistic? No, it is not unrealistic as long as you understand it. Once you really understand the philosophy behind it and start to practice it, you will feel that, you know, the food what we are eating is also for others' purpose. So that is, uh, it, it takes some time. But, you know, once we start to practice, uh, then we will really understand the importance of that. And once, you know, the whole world thinks like that, you can imagine how peaceful the world will be. That is going to make a total difference. How you think, you know, the, uh, you think yourself and others. So service is the motive. And another thing, when you start to think about others as a service, you get a lot of, you know, empathy. You understand others' feelings, others' difficulties. So in the company, for example, when I see a person, you know, a face, I can understand whether he's okay or is have any problem. Then I used to ask immediately, what is the problem? Do you have any problem at home or anywhere? Then he would say, okay, he has some problem at home or children or school admission, whatnot. So you start to concern about others, then you really, you get inner joy. That once you experience it, it is never ending. It's a process, a never ending process. It's a total joy in what we really realize by following that principle. So is it, is it a, a, a choice to think you know, a certain way? Because, okay, here's this person that maybe has a problem, right? And I can sit down and speak to this person. And that interaction, we can, we can, we can see it two different ways. I can see it as I have to do this right now and it's draining my energy. Serving this person, listening to them, being there for them, it's draining my energy. Or we can see it as an opportunity to serve and to create meaning for our lives. So is that the, the choice that, that we make throughout the day? How do we want to see it? And how much of a difference does that make whether or not we choose one or the other? That will make all the difference. You know, if you think that, you know, you are draining your energy by talking to others' problems, then it will drain our energy and also we will lose everything. But the other contrary, if you think that, you know, by talking to him and we are able to help other, him to come out of his problem, then our energy level goes up dramatically. And the other person, when we see the other person benefit, get benefit out of that, then you get real joy of doing it. So that's how we keep doing it. Then, you know, we will not be able to keep quiet. Whenever we see somebody, if there's a problem, we will certainly, uh, okay, get into that. And thereby we can alleviate, you know, many people's problems. So that's the kind of thinking it will get into our mind gradually. 
then it will change the whole personality of the person how he looks at everything and everybody not only human being anything animal anything you know you look at the whole thing any life that way it gives total peace and you feel really happy it's it's difficult to first to you know understand and practice once we start to practice and experience it then you know there is no stopping it goes on it's very interesting hmm. so is that is 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 the practice also extremely important to be kind of gentle with ourselves as we're we're trying to shift our thinking like it's not going to happen just in one day that that all of a sudden now i'm going to be able to view life like this i have to remember again and again and i have to practice again and again is that the case uh see once you you know you'll have a little difficulty in understanding that uh, once we understand then it is like a switch you change your you know the thinking then they will start moving in that direction but step by step only we will grow but the change over will be instantaneous once you got it then it is instantaneous but mm. it takes long time to experience step by step but then there is no going back but that change over will happen in one incident or something you know some uh, one uh, i am not able to explain but uh, you know it happens some certain moment once it happens then finish then it will stay on that's uh, one as i said once we experience it then we start to improve our uh, you know activities in this direction is there anything we can do to make uh, make there be a, a better chance for those moments to happen right like does it just to those moments they just happen whether or not you know um whether or not we're open or opening up in a way does that allow for those moments of importance uh to to happen do you understand the question i'm asking uh, maybe a little bit i will i got a little bit anyway i'll try uh, see what i meant moment is you know you contemplate you think you know uh, how do you serve others you are you know you keep on uh, thinking but once you are you got a clarity that you know yes the serving is going to change my perspective my thinking once that comes into our mind then the change happens well, then you look at things everything everybody in that direction everything whatever you look at it you look at it as what can i do how can i improve others life and what can i do for him or her or whatever it is then we'll keep improving that then you know automatically it becomes automatic whenever you see somebody you you will look into that so that is how you know i have developed uh, so it's a matter of development but the change over takes you know you have to have an instant in his idea i mean thought if the right thought comes then no going back hmm. now for business hmm. you know listening to you describe um how your business serves so many other people the employees and the products and, and all of that that creating a successful business it seems like it's a very clear avenue of service a very clear way to serve but for some reason it seems that many people um 
see business, being successful at business, being the opposite of, of kind of being a yogi and serving others. Why is that the case? Because, you know, they are not aware. You know, you go to any business school or any college, you know, education system is set like that. It's all materialistic way of teaching. So the goals are set only materialistic goals. So everybody from the childhood, their goal is set in that direction. So it's going to take a long time to change that because we need some, like Swamiji, some teachers to really give us the perspective. Otherwise, it's not that easy because from the childhood, you know, people are exposed to that kind of exposure. Uh, you go to business school, they talk only about targets, goals, achievements, and uh, pressure, every time pressure. You have to have their mobile phone 24 hours on, and you know, there is no uh, peace of mind, you know. People who are working in companies, you see, they don't have peace of mind. They're working, working, without really, you know, having time to think. Uh, uh, you know, that is because of the goal set like that. But it's not easy to change. The person, the, uh, you know, the promoter has to have such access to teachings or uh, some teachers who can give such input. Because by itself to happen, maybe one can read a biography of uh, gurus like Swamiji and others, and one has to start to practice and develop. So this takes a long time, absolutely. So this is, I know we are, to, we are fortunate to have Swamiji's to teach us and guide us. So that's why we are able to do it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. I would have set the goals like anybody else and gone. So, but of course, my goal was, uh, you know, always not for money, even my earlier days, my goal was whatever I do, it has to be the best. That was my goal. Quality was my goal. Performance was my goal. Performance of the product. What I do has to be the best. That was my goal. That was also very interesting, no doubt about it. But still, I keep that goal. That's important for the business growth. Whatever we do, it has to be the best. Otherwise, we don't have, you know, uh, opportunities. So that goal is required to grow business. But this side, service goal, if you go together, tandem, quality, performance, and this service, then the business will be totally different. Hmm. When you talk about quality or yeah. something being the best, yeah. is it, does that mean better than someone else? Or does it just mean the best that I'm capable of? Yeah, the, you know, the two ways, you know, products are always benchmarked. You know, you know, when compared to what is available, we have to be better than that. But when we invent something new, then it is different. We have to come out with the best. That's our own benchmark. But when it comes to product marketing uh, products, we have to be better than what is available. For example, you know, when I started, uh, you know, my business, my goal, this was, you know, I want to make horns. That when I was in my eighth grade school, school time, that was my goal. I want to make horns. In, uh, during my school days, I was thinking that the horn has to be like Bosch. It's a German product, Bosch, that was considered to be the best product in the world. So my father, you know, whenever he buys a car, an Indian car, he would fix German uh, German horn. I asked him why you are uh, fixing German horn to an Indian vehicle, why not an Indian horn? 
he, he said that, you know, unfortunately, Indian horns are not lasting. He has no time to go to the electrician frequently to fix it. So he has to fix the German horn. So in my eighth, eighth grade, you know, I was maybe, I forgot, uh, about 13, 14 years old. I set my goal, I should mark a horn like Bosch. With that goal only I went in, I started the manufacturing of horn. Then I tested that horn and made a benchmark and then made it more stringent, keeping Indian usage in mind, set a very high goal standards and started to work on it. It took me 12 years to develop the horn to reach that level. <laughs> 1970 I started, 1982 only I completed to my satisfaction. For 12 years, I did so many other things. You know, I worked, I took agency for tractors, I serviced automobiles, I did other products to earn, but still this was going on. Once I'm satisfied that the quality is as per my expectation, I launched the product in 1982. Within five years, we became the largest electric horn manufacturers in India, overtaking all competition from Germany, from UK, from Japan, from India, all. So this is what is the quality, you know, goals. So that is how I started. And uh, so it's an example. So product, when it comes to product, you have to be the best. That should be our goal. Hmm. The quality, uh, the focus on quality, yeah. is there um, a more general way to live where I'm, my life is an act of quality, the way that I'm living, the way that I do everything, the way that I tie my shoes or it hangs something up on the hanger or whatever it is. Um, yeah. do, you, do you have that perspective or is it just certain things that I'm focused on that are quality and maybe I can't do quality for everything? Uh, quality means, you know, everything. Quality cannot be, you know, specific only to product. Quality means whatever we think, it has to be of quality, you know. Whatever we do, it has to be quality, whether it is product or, as you said, keeping the shoes in, you know, in the rack or whatever it is, it has to be orderly. So that is very important. The mind has to be trained to be quality conscious in whatever we do and think. Quality, you have to think quality so that then only it will act. So everything has to be quality conscious, we have to be. Then things will happen. It cannot be only specific to product or nothing else because it, it's not possible. Hmm. And when you, when you develop something new like that, reflecting back, you know, where was, where was the satisfaction? Was it when you, when you created that finished product and you said, okay, I've achieved my goal, or was it the whole process, all those years that you spent, right? 10 years, more than 10 years developing something. Is it the process? Is it the end? Or is it both? Oh, this is only the beginning. <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> first step. You know, the product achievement is the first step. Okay, it gives us real good satisfaction that we have achieved the goal, the quality. That's the first step. Then next comes, you know, we have to be, we have to be in the field and see that our customers appreciate our product. So once we release the product, they buy, and then they keep on buying our product. That means they are liking it. So this is an ever-ending goal, you know. It goes on and on. Okay, I never thought that I should be exporting it or I should become the largest manufacturer. That was not my idea. 
I want to make the best quality product. That was my idea. But the quality has led to the quantity also. Uh, we become the largest manufacturer. We started exporting. We supply to many international companies like, you know, Toyota, Volkswagen, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, in United States, Harley-Davidson, motorcycle, 100% we supply. So, Navistar trucks, uh, pack car trucks, what are running in US. So, like that, you know, is expanding. But the goal is, the foundation is quality. Well, so, then it's never ending. It goes on. <laughs> Do you think that maybe uh, there's a lot of people who focus on the money and the dollar amount because it's really, it's easy to equate high numbers with success? So for example, you know, I see in my bank account numbers rising. So then I feel like I am more and more successful as opposed to if I look at service, that my point is service and service is the, the measure of the success of my life, that's harder to see. You know, how did this conversation where I helped someone that was in need or gave some food or whatever it was I did, you can't put that into numbers. Numbers are really clean, right? But service <laughs> itself is not so clean. So is this a, maybe a reason why many people are just, very focused on numbers only because it's it's so easy in a way uh, i don't think it is because they think it is easy they set the finance goal because they know only that they work only towards that goal that's the main fundamental reason and those who are working for that goal you know will never be satisfied you know you set a goal you reach then you are not satisfied you have to go to the next level next level so the ever-ending goal you know so because of that, they lose track of their life, personal life, their everything, because they are focusing only towards that. So they lose health, they lose everything, but they gain money. After getting money, then they have to spend more money to get themselves, you know, improve their health and happiness in the family. The health and happiness will not be there because his focus is completely elsewhere. So a lot of problems and stress, because stress, his health is affected. People around him's health is affected. So that is what is the real impact of financial goals. But if you keep the service as a goal, whatever you earn, okay, certain percentage, this goes to service. And you keep, enjoy, then you start enjoying it. You start enjoying it. Then your peace of mind comes, satisfaction comes, the whole family becomes healthy and happy. So this is two different directions. But the direction setting has to be done by, you know, uh, somebody who guides uh, or one has to read some books and understand and uh, think in that direction. Once they experiment it, if they try as an experiment, then they will realize that it is possible to change and it's going to make a big difference in their lives. Experimentally, they can try. Okay, from today onwards, I'm going to look business in a different way. I'm not going to look different only in the money part. I'm seeing how best I can serve my customer. Also, uh, my people, my you know, uh, people who are working for me. You let them start thinking in that direction. Then, within maximum six months, I can assure you that their thinking will completely change. Their mind will become very calm and quiet. 
unsatisfied and people around them would be more happy. Is, and is that something we can teach to children? I know you're involved in the yes, school. Right? Yes, yes, yes. That type of conversation that we can have with children. What What is the purpose to my life? You know, how how do I incorporate yoga and business and that sort of yeah, thing? Correct. You know, in our school, for example, Chidanta Jyotiniketan, it took us five years to teach our teachers this philosophy. The teachers, you know, they think, you know, originally they come to teach because they are taking it as a profession, as to make money. That's how they have come to this business, uh, this uh, profession. But you know, we have to change their concept. So Swamiji's philosophy, we have to teach, explain, tell them that, you know, teaching is not a profession. It is a service, greatest service is teaching. So don't count money at all. Money will be is a byproduct. You concentrate on children's well-being. This took us five years. After five years, you know, then gradually started changing. Now our teachers are completely dedicated. They spend all the time in the school and for the betterment of the children. So the children are happy. When the children go out, they are thinking differently. So this has to be brought first to the teachers and to parents. We should have that. Teachers should have that. Then we can teach the children. Another thing, Simply, we cannot teach them. You know, nobody learns by teacher, from the teacher just by teaching. Mm -hmm. You have to practice it. They have to see what you are doing. You know, by practicing, by they watch, children watch and learn better. So first, to teach them, we have to first learn ourselves, practice ourselves. Children should watch us how we do and how we enjoy. Automatically, it will get changed. Simply by books, it cannot be taught. They, you know, they, there is no way of telling them, do like this, this, it won't work. This is my experience. Before you explain, before you tell others, first you learn, you do yourself, you experience yourself, then, you know, share it with others. Then, you know, it will be more effective. Preaching, you know, is not really going to help. We have to show, we have to practice, and that has to be only demonstrated. That's how we can bring up. It's a lengthy process. So again, going back to service, is that a service in itself to kind of do the inner work? So not, not, not to just have the talking points. I can say this and that is what you should do. I need to become that yes. person um, yeah. myself. And by becoming it, you know, I serve the child because as you said, they see the example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where yoga and meditation comes, you know. That's what Swami is teaching, the yoga and meditation. You have to go inward and then, you know, you need to meditate. You have to have yoga. So for a, a you know, a healthy mind and body, you need yoga and meditation very much. So then only the body, first that is important. Then only our mind will think in that direction. Otherwise, you know, very frustrated mind will not think in that direction. So we have first condition ourselves, body and mind. That's where yogic way comes. So that is very important. For example, you know, my father asked me to follow yoga from when I was in maybe a sixth grade onwards. I have to do Surinamskaram, Sarvangasaram every day with him, along with him. Even now I do. I spend one and a half hours a day. So this is very important. Good thing you ask this question. Otherwise, it's not possible. First, you have conditioned yourself, your body and mind. 
then only the thinking will happen. Otherwise, the thinking will not happen. So you need to condition it. There, yoga and meditation will certainly help. And diet, again, yoga and meditation, along with that, perfect diet, pure vegetarian diet, is sattvic diet is very important. Then only our thinking process will align with that. If we don't align, if you don't have that kind of a food, then it's impossible to control our mind. So food is very important. Yoga, meditation, and diet, the pure vegetarian diet is very important for that condition, holistic condition. Then only it is possible. It's a, it's a holistic way, not one. It's not possible for just like that somebody to start thinking in that direction. It's a long process. I wanted to ask about uh, Swamiji and you know your experience with him, and, and also just just in India, the the culture of of the guru. And I know you've traveled a lot too. Um, can you kind of just share a little bit about him, and then also just generally maybe the the relationship with the guru and how um, the Indian culture sees this versus maybe uh, the rest of the world or other places in the world. See how people see Guru. You know, nowadays in West also I see that you know people look at Guru as Guru. Before, before in 1960s and all, when Swamiji came to US, at that time many people had no idea about Guru in West in US. So they didn't know. They didn't know how to uh, be with Guru, how to behave with Guru. But now. I don't need to teach anything because, you know, uh, in yoga will I see, everywhere I see how they behave, you know, how they treat guru as guru. So I think that there is no big difference. In India, the guru, you know, is like God, you know, you know, as per our, uh, you know, our culture, mata, pita, guru, deva. That is first mom, mother, father, then guru, then only God. So the Guru is more important than God for us because Guru only is coming in the form of a human form and guides us. So Guru is more important than God. He shows us, guides us. So that is why Guru has the highest importance uh, and the highest respect. Gurus have highest respect uh, because our culture traditionally goes like that. And uh, my experience with Swamiji, I can say a few. You know, first of all, whatever Guru says, we accept without any question. You know, you don't need to analyze what he says is right, wrong. Here, that's how we are brought up. You accept as it is. So also, Father, you know, when he says do it, we do it. But not nowadays, you know, it's different. You ask why, but those days, nothing. No question are you follow. That's it. So when it comes to Guru, you follow clearly because they have the wisdom and experience and knowledge. So they know what is right. You, you follow it up. Follow it. You will get the result. I can uh, maybe uh, give one example, you know, what uh, with the Swamiji. Uh, for example, you know, when we bought the land for the school, you know, Swamiji gave directions, you know, ideas. Uh, you know, how the land should be, he has given the description of the land. So I so located and then found the land when Swamiji comes, 
he went around and said, no, 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 this is not good, that's not good. It was going on for three years, four years. Finally, I, I was sure that this land will be perfect. So after four years, when Samji came, I took him to the land. He walked around everywhere and then said, okay, this is the land we buy. So I said, okay, Samji, I will finalize it. You please can go back home. I will go to the land and finalize it. Samji, no, 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 I will, I'm coming. I said, okay, we all went uh, to the land owner's house. And I, Sam, Sam, I introduced Samji to the gentleman. I said, Samji, we have come to, you know, we saw your land. Uh, I have come, come, come to discuss about it. So I, Samji sat and then adjacent to Samji, I sat. And we started the conversation. I said, we are planning to put up a school. Uh, so I want to buy the land. We want to buy the land. That's all I said. Samji touched my, you know, thigh. He said, you know, he, uh, you know, prompted me, oh, no, let us go back. We don't need to pursue. I was a little surprised. What, what is he telling? I don't understand. Then I turned again and he said, you know, let's go. Then, you know, I told the gentleman that, you know, okay, I heard, listened a little bit and said, okay, we'll come back. We'll think and come back. I walked out. When I walked out, I asked Swamiji, Swamiji, you know, it took us five years to locate the land. Now you say, let us go. What, are, what to do? Why? Swamiji said, you know, see, the vibration from that gentleman is not good. We should not buy land from such a person. It's not good for us. I was really surprised, you know, why that vibration makes a difference, right? <laughs> We are paying money and getting it, right? But anyway, Swamiji said, we walked out. Okay, then you know, I said, Swamiji, please go home. I have one more land to see. I will see and come back. So I went and went around and saw the land. That land was also perfect. Uh, then I went to the owner of the land and met him. I want to see how he is. So, <laughs> and then when I went there, and he's very gentleman. I could see a nice gentleman. I told him, you know, we I bought the saw the land. Tomorrow I'm going to show Swamiji. If he likes it, we would like to buy it. He said, no problem. Uh, I'm very happy to give land to for such noble cause and for a noble person. I said, okay, I'll come back tomorrow. I went next day morning. Went went around the farm completely, and Swamiji said, yes, it's good. So we went back. I said, I will go and finally, no, 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 we'll go, Samji said again. So we went to the owner's lab, place. And then I sat and said, okay, Samji, I introduced Samji and said, we have come. So please tell us, uh, uh, give us the rate, uh, what, what rate you want to sell. You know what that gentleman said? You brought such a noble person and you are asking me to give a price. No, I will not give. Whatever. You want to give, you give it. You are using it for a good purpose. You pay what you think right. You know, this is what happened. So, this is one of the experiences. You know, so you blindly follow Guru. You don't ask anything. It happens. I have hundreds of examples of Swamiji mm. <laughs> happening like this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Do you, do you feel grateful for having so many of those experiences, those stories? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it is, you know, it's a, 
know, I really enjoy that. And when I think back, you know, how it is possible. It's only possible because of your blind faith. I have blind faith. That's it. Follow what he says, finish. And I enjoy that. And I'm experiencing it, you know. Even now, Swamiji is with us all the time. He's guiding us. Whenever there is problem, you know, I leave it to him. He solves it. Hmm. I get a solution easily. <laughs> so that's uh, okay. <laughs> I love it. And it, it, to me, it, it brings a feeling of lightness, right? I don't have to make every decision that it, there's a higher forces at, at work. Yes, yes, yes. Then, you know, you don't have the weight. You don't have to carry. You're only a tool in the hands of God and so on. So he does it. So why do you worry about the result? So whatever you do, you don't worry about the result. You keep doing it. Then your peace of mind is good and the result is mostly good only. Even if it is not good, it is far good. That's what I have found out. <laughs> so don't worry about the result. Do it. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this content and think others might as well, please feel free to share and subscribe.